0: Something different.
1: 24-7 Something that just says nasty comedy Radio. All comedy, all the time
2: Yeah You can't tell us what the fuck to do You can stay inside your little well-prepared box Be stepping out of that shit like a homeless man Trying to change his life The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Click the Amazon link on SeanT.Green.com to support the Green Room today. Live from Silver Lake, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All
0: right, everyone, welcome to The Green Room. We're doing it live here in the beautiful Silver Lake studios on SeanT.Green.com, presented by our good friends over at 24 7. Comedy.com. Make sure you check them out. They do great work. show is, of course, being brought to you by Amazon. And where's the perfect place to get gifts for dads and grads? That's Amazon. And how do you do that? Well, you go to SeanT.Green.com, click the Amazon link, get your amazing gift for your dad or your grad, and, you know, we get a little taste of that. Tastes delicious. Almost as sweet as my left hand man, Mr. Logan cope. Logan, what's going on, man?
2: What's shaking, bacon?
0: All right. Like that, I appreciate the uh, new intro you bring to the table every week. That one, you tipped it off a little bit because I think we were watching a TV show, yeah. and you <laughs> you heard the expression, "Hey, what's shaking, bacon?" You're like, "Oh, sweet, another another intro I could use for the podcast." Yep, tipped your hat a little bit, Logan. All right, Logan, what's uh, what's been going on in the wonderful world of Mister Logan Lysico? Give us an update on your life. What's happening?
2: Oh man, been uh, well. I've been on unemployment for a while and. I think it might have gotten cut off. I'm not sure. I'm still waiting for a check that's taking extra long. <laughs> so I've been working pretty hard. Uh, one of my jobs is uh, installing ads at gas stations, <laughs> and my other job is being an extra, which can. What's a
0: uh, what's a better What's a better gig? Installing a, ga- a sign at a gas station or being an extra?
2: It depends. Being an extra can be pretty fun. Uh, But this week I've been an audience member of a game show And I actually signed an NDA So I can't really get too much into it (laughs) Suffice it to say that You're really worried that
0: they're going to track you down soon, extra?
2: Sort of, because uh, uh, I kind of raised a fuss and got some extra money out of them
0: (laughs) So, you know, I don't
2: know if they're keeping track of me or what But uh, I will say that I sat next to a woman yesterday Who pissed on her seat (sighs)
0: Now was she also an extra?
2: Yeah, I mean, we were audience. It's audience work. I don't know if that's different from being an extra. They call it something different, I guess. But when you're an extra on like a scripted TV show, they have snacks for you. You can kind of read or play with your phone Uh, when you're in your downtime. They give you nice meals, but when you're an audience member, you're just sitting in, you know, a giant audience for like eight hours.
0: Now, does that bum you out when you see? I'm guessing was she homeless or uh, what was her deal?
2: Yeah, I mean she was homeless-ish. I, I, it was hard to tell. I mean she was also really old, so it might have just been she was really old. But
0: now, does up. that does that bum you out that your coworker is uh, <laughs> that you you basically have the same job as a woman who can't control her own bodily functions?
2: Yeah, it's a little depressing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine. All right, well let's uh, let's get things a little bit more upbeat with my man. Oh man, he's the he's the realest man in show business. Walton Jordan. Walton, what's happening, man?
1: Yo, what's good?
0: <clears throat> Not much, man. Thanks for uh thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. What's uh what's been happening with your life, man?
1: Oh man, just same old shit, man. Same old shit. Just out there making shit happen, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to put Walton Jordan in everybody's life.
2: Right. Well, we were brainstorming just now, and you had a pretty great idea about uh, selling people their own pornos. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, you were talking about that. You were saying uh, you and Logan were having a conversation about how California might become its own state, and one of the ways that you guys were brainstorming as a potential ways to generate revenue was this uh, adult film business that you started kicking around. What, give us the, um, give us the uh, run-through points there.
1: Well, my idea is simple. We would use the rules of the porno game <laughs> to run legalized... Prostitution. W- no, not prostitution. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely not.
2: Well,
1: that-, <laughs> that That is wrong in the eyes of the Lord and right. the state of California. Right, right. What I want to do is provide fantasies and memories that can all that last a lifetime. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I want guys to be happy and women too. You know, if you're freaky. And, <laughs> and what I want to do is I want to provide a service where you can go and live out your fantasies with the porno star. Maybe not the porno star of your dreams, but a porno <laughs> star. It just depends on what your budget is. You know, so you're
0: gonna you're gonna have a tier plan like the if you got a million dollars then you can get the hottest porno chip. Well, what? yeah, if
1: you have a million dollars, just get in touch with Walton Jordan at <laughs> jordanwalton at <laughs> yahoo.com. That's if you got a million dollars. I take a hundred thousand, okay? Uh, you know, <laughs> I gotta twist my arm. All right, that's that. J-O-R-D-A-N-W-A-L-T-O-N at yahoo.com so, but the idea is to get women you know to give women to help women help men <laughs> have great memories and because so it, sounds like, it sounds
0: some- like you're, this isn't even a business proposition you're just more about you're like almost the Mother Teresa you're just trying to make people happy it's not about making money or is it
1: Well, it's about <laughs> making people happy but at the same time We live in a prosperous country And we need to create jobs Okay You know, the economy's not that good right now Yeah And what I want to do Is bring smiles back to this city (laughs) You know, I hate to sound like a politician Because I'm not I got a Coors Light in my hand right now I, I don't know I don't well, see that, any- that,
0: that seemed to help George Bush. That's why he got elected, right? He was the guy you want to have a beer with, and I don't know. Anyone- yeah, George
1: Bush would have a beer and jerk off in the closet before he went and <laughs> talked in public, you know? That's
0: why he was so relaxed. <laughs> That's right? why he was That's always enough.
1: so relaxed. You're he was like, like uh, yeah. I
0: don't know. That's yeah. why, yeah. That's why when the towers hit, he was still reading that book to the kids.
2: <laughs> that's why was like, he's still reading I was like, the uh, book. You know, like, I got I got time, man. Hey, man. I want to finish this hey, book. Mean,
1: it only left because they had to go jerk off real quick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Do
2: you
0: think? I mean, listen. When I get stressed out, sometimes, not gonna lie, that's a great way to relieve stress. <laughs> it helps you relax. So maybe George Bush on the night of 9-11 or you know, maybe uh, on some of his more stressful nights in the Oval Office in the yeah. White
1: House. Yeah, you know, no offense, but you know his wife. She's beautiful, but she looks like a complainer. You know what I'm
2: saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she so, doesn't. Uh, she doesn't
0: strike you as a real freak.
1: Yeah, you, 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 maybe with the pool boy, but
2: that was old George. Her Bush. saying, you know, oh no, I have a headache tonight. I'm yeah, no, yeah,
1: you, she looks like an old complainer. Like, oh, you already got two daughters. You know, <laughs> yeah. You what know? else do you want? You know, what? Else? yeah, you know, go bother Maria. <laughs> what you you what know what I'm saying? So, all right,
0: let's, uh, let's finish up this business idea you got cooking, Walt. So basically the idea is guys will, now I'm guessing you're the middle man, right? It's, it sounds yeah, like. Well, it-
1: it's very important that I'm involved in this project because <laughs> I'm the heart and soul. And I'm the little engine that could and should and we will. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what. Single men need. It's hard out there for guys to talk to women sometimes, you know? And sometimes you just want to be with a beautiful woman. Maybe your girlfriend's a little overweight. Maybe your girlfriend complains a little too fucking much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you love her. You, you, that doesn't change. But just right. sometimes you just need to be with a beautiful woman or a woman that you find to be beautiful who will cater to you and it'll be recorded and it'll be a, become a memory and it'll be something you can enjoy for, for for, for the rest of your life. Yeah. and private, privacy of your own home. And what it costs you, you better cost you because nothing's free in this world. You know. I wish it was. I wish but, I could provide this service for free, but nothing, <laughs> nothing is free. But, you, but you, did girls, mention, you did
2: mention there's an economy package that you, can be shot with a cell phone. Well,
1: instead yeah.
0: Of, you instead know, of a nice. What's camera. the okay? So all right. Now you, you got a you got a pretty fleshed out. Business plan, uh, no pun intended. (laughs) Now, what's the yeah? Like what Logan says, what's the econo route? What's the bare bones? What's the least I can pay to get something out of this business? And what's your name for the business?
1: More importantly, I say, you know, listen, I want to help employ everyone. You know, it's not just about employing the rich and the educated. Yes, I will employ.
0: Not you're not just going to employ rich, educated hosts. (laughs)
1: Yes, I will employ educated horse because they need to make a living too, you know. But so do crackheads and heroin addicts, you know. But because if your budget is a hundred dollars, well, guess what? You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get a top notch uh, female. I'm sorry, that's just not how it works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, Guys, but this guy like Logan, who,
0: like you said, he's kind of down on his luck. He just made forty dollars working as an extra on America's Next Top Model in the audience. Now, what R- Logan rolls in here with forty dollars? What does Logan get? Give us the Logan package.
1: I, I, I just tell Logan a good massage parlor he can go to. <laughs> you know, for half an hour for forty bucks, man. You know what I'm saying? You get a happy Indiana, get rubbed down. You know, but because let's be honest, you know, for forty bucks, you're not going to get a girl to. You can get a crackhead and we could, you know what I'm saying? But it's not going to be the girl of your dreams. Now, what I want to do is be the girl of your dreams. I want to get you something that's going to get you excited, something that's going to be worth remembering and something that's within the rules of the game. You know what I'm saying? I like, I,
0: like, I like how you keep pitching it as a very legal business, legal entity. Now, here's the thing, Walt. Well, it
1: is legal. Let's, oh, no, no. Keep i keep it legal because, one, porno is very legal. Porno is the leading money-getter in entertainment. It makes $30 billion a year compared to Hollywood's $15 billion a year. So let's get real. People love pornos, okay. People are watching pornos, and people want to be in pornos, okay. People shoot their own pornos, and they're not doing a very good job. What you will get is me <laughs> helping direct you, telling you how to fuck that bitch properly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, how this, this now, you just sense can't sense smack the ass continuously all the time. You know, sometimes you got to do that shit in rhythm. You know what I'm saying? So now, wait, I didn't, I didn't know this and was part of the coaching. business. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, well, Jordan's gonna show you how to get it done. You know what I'm saying? So
0: you're saying you're going to be in the room with me, giving me advice. Well... <laughs> well, not me personally. Maybe you get a maybe you farm out a system, different coaches. I, I
1: want to get to the point where I can hire a cameraman because... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in the beginning, you just get a Walt Jordan. And guess what? I- <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Walt, I, I think you got a great uh, business plan in mind here. Now, uh, let's see here, Walton. What... Um, I think it's, fu- uh, I've known you for a long time. Do you remember how we met? I was trying to remind myself, how did we end up meeting? I, I know it was from doing stand-up. You're a hilarious stand-up comedian. You remember where we first met? I was trying to think myself.
1: Bliss Cafe.
0: Bliss Cafe. Yep, that sounds about right. Bliss Cafe, where you're hanging out, doing some uh, coffee shop, stand-up comedy. How long have you been out here in uh, Los Angeles?
1: Nine years.
0: Nine years? And where'd you come from originally? Portland, Oregon.
1: Portland, Oregon.
0: Now, what uh, What brought you out here from Portland? A dream. Dream. Now, what, uh, young uh, young Walton Jordan growing up, what was, uh, how would you describe yourself? Were you a jack growing up? Were you a nerd? What were you, um, kind of describe, uh, what was a young whippersnapper Walt Jordan like?
1: What was I like? I was, uh, I used to just, tend to be everything, man, but I just wasn't, I was just one of those kids, man. I was just always, you know, I was, people always liked me because I was, I was, you know, I was, people always just seemed to like me, man, and I didn't, I didn't want them to like me, man, for some reason, but they did, you know, I always got a pass on shit.
0: What kind of, uh, what kind of stuff would you get away with as a kid? <sighs> man.
1: You name it. I got away. People just understood for some reason when it came to me, man. People just seemed to understood. It was like, uh, I wish I could, oh man, I just, I wish I could, you know, I wish I had paid more attention to school. I wish I would have been like you guys. I wish, you know, (laughs) hey, I'm not saying you guys, I'm not saying you guys are nerdy or anything like that, but you guys are. (laughs) You guys are definitely smart gentlemen. You know what I'm saying. You've told me I'm a, I'm a nerd before, but don't be happy to be a nerd, <laughs> motherfucker. Just... Now, what do you think about?
0: Well, we'll 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 uh, we'll get back to you later. What do you think now? Nowadays, it seems popular to be nerd. Like,
1: oh, hey, look at these these no, tech I mean, guys. Listen, they're they're nerds. Listen, nerds
0: are taking over. Honest, what do you think about nerds, nerds taking over nerds, America?
1: Nerds are very they they're they they're, they're, they're valid motherfuckers, man. Let's be honest, they're smart. Right. Listen, it used to be nothing but the bad boys in TV, and then nerd just said, "Fuck that! I want some pussy too," and he wrote himself into it. You know what I'm saying? And can you fucking knock him? Look at what he fucking created. Right. You know he, he created Frankenstein, man. And I mean, that's like beautiful. Wait, I who mean,
0: created Frankenstein?
1: This nerds, man. I mean, these nerds changed the game. <laughs> you know, and, and, and if you say that's. Oh, these nerds in. They're leaving us out. And when, Motherfucker, you left yourself out. You have to figure how to get yourself back in. You know what I'm saying? The same way they got themselves in and got rid of the bad boy. Us bad boys got to figure out how to get back in the game and get back to getting that <laughs> pussy like we used to
0: get. You know what I'm saying? So now you you sound like a self-proclaimed bad boy. What are you doing to uh, yeah, to I'm basically knock bad, out – baby. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to knock out these nerds in Hollywood, Walt? Well, what are you doing to throw the nerds out and bring the bad boys back? I write. Now what kind of stuff do you write?
1: I have to – I had to turn to the word of the nerd, nerd to make it happen. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now, how'd you how'd you treat nerds in high school? What were what were nerds like in high school?
1: They were they were beautiful people, man. They were. I really counted on them because I was the kid who sold everything. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be like, "Hey, man, does your Bob need this or that or what? Really? Like, I'm gonna come talk to your mom. Is that cool?" And they would just be like, sure, well, come on over. You, I'll cook. And I will just be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was always great. You know what I'm saying? They always treated me so kind. They would always try to teach me something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, I used to love going, man. I mean, to be sure. Now, what, what do you mean you were a guy
0: who always sold stuff growing up? What? Uh, describe that to people at home.
1: I sold stuff like uh, I found a warehouse full of cleaning goods one time. <laughs> And I I mean this warehouse was full, but it was abandoned. It was an abandoned warehouse full of cleaning supplies. I'm talking about comet, scrubbing uh pads, uh SOS, uh dishwashing liquid, sponges. It was just
0: my- cavalcade of cleaning supplies. Yeah, I
1: was I was fourteen, thirteen, something like that, man. And I went door to door, and I asked people, I said, hey, are you interested in buying cleaning supplies? How much do you spend on cleaning supplies? And they were like, hey, kid, what, the, what the fuck is your problem? And I was like, hey, I'm just trying to figure out something. Can you help me the fuck out? And they were like, hey, why don't you go ask your fucking mother? I said, my mom won't fucking help me. Will you please fucking help me? <laughs> and then, like, you know, most ladies would be like, jeez, you you're so determined. <laughs> Come on in. See, so you, you had the business sense of a nerd even
0: back then. Now what do you mean what do you mean your mom wouldn't help you? Would your mom she you I guys think it'll tell my
1: mom I found some warehouse full of cleaning supplies and I was planning <laughs> on selling this shit. You you couldn't, your you mom know, I don't think my mom would have said, Oh son, let me show you the best <laughs> I don't think <laughs> she'd have said
0: that. You know? Now was it? Now did you actually find this uh, warehouse of cleaning supplies? Was it? Was it locked? Do you think it really was abandoned? It was. It was
1: locked. Yeah, it was locked. But you know, <laughs> we were kids, and we found our way in. <laughs> so you broke into a warehouse. And now, wait cleaning. a second. You didn't break into anything. <laughs> the window was. Hey, you ever seen Goonies or? Uh, any other kid movie where the kids are just investigating, you know, like uh, Scooby-Doo or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? we just investigating. There might have been a few ghosts up in that motherfucking dome. No. Just happened to be opportunity knocking. That's all there was to it, man. You know, and I took advantage. Right. An opportunity knocked and you came through. Listen, I was the kid who went to the fair. And the guy at the fair who ran the rides, who took the tickets... Would hand me the bag of tickets that he just collected from all the guys who just got on the rides. I would take that bag and walk around to a ticket booth and say, hey, tickets for half fucking price. You know what I'm saying? And I would sell that whole fucking bag that was completely full. And I would just take him his cut, 100 maybe $200. Because I would make so much fucking money. As a kid, man, I was walking around seven, $800.
0: Wow. As an adult, hey, I wish I was walking around with yeah, $700, I $800. I, I wish
1: I were too, yeah. right now. You know what I'm and saying? What, do you,
0: what would you do with that money as a kid? What do you do when you're like in high school, I was school, a 60- kid,
1: man, I bought pizza and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I showed out. You know what I mean? I threw $20 bills at people when they made me mad. Just to let them know <laughs> you know, you could be fucking bought, you fucking asshole. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I buy and sell you like the cleaning you know supplies I, mean? I found in Fuck, that warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I fuck you wanted to be Tony Montana. I mean, who didn't? I mean, that's that right. Was, but instead of cocaine, you're moving comet. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, man, or and, or tickets from the fair, or you know, I mean, there was always a way to hustle, man. There was always something to do. There was always like I found out about a teacher having an affair. Mm-hmm. You know how I found out about that teacher having an affair by selling cleaning products? Really? Yeah, How'd that come? I knocked about? on the teacher's fucking door. <laughs> And I said, hey, Miss Glenn, you don't live here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn. And it was another teacher who lived there, and they were together. And I started talking to them. I start telling them, hey, wow, I know something. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what could make this go away? Some comet, which could help your stains go away in your kitchen. Is I, dis- you sell- I didn't
1: sell them a motherfucking thing. Oh, really? No, I demanded <laughs> some things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, and shit got done. Yeah, shit got shit happened. That's right. Talking about a eighth grader driving a teacher's fucking car. You know what I'm saying? That type yeah. of shit. You know what I'm saying? So now it sounds like you're you're living the
0: life, Walton.
1: No, I wasn't living the life. But
0: you're you're I up in Seattle, the suburb. Even,
1: I couldn't even fucking drive. I had to have someone else drive the fucking car. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I couldn't even fucking drive. Why? Because you just couldn't figure it out. No one ever told me. I just didn't know how to do it. You know, I was. I played pole position. That was the only game I played. You know what I'm saying? So I I didn't know how to drive. I just didn't know how to drive. I was scared to fucking try at the time. I Just figured everybody else wanted to drive. Just let them drive and get show for the round.
0: Yeah, not a bad gig. There you go. But it's it sounds like it sounds like a fun. Sounds like all fun, Walt. All fun for old Walt Jordan, just yeah, having but, the time of his life, but hustling, see,
1: but there's a, there's eating a pizza.
0: There's well, a what's the what's a downside, man? There seems I like I should have an...
1: been hitting books. I should have been reading more. I should have been trying to get a scholarship to college.
0: Now, did you go? Did you go to any
1: college? I went to community college.
0: How was that? How'd that treat you? It was all right.
1: It was all right. Yeah. Totally. Okay.
0: Now, what was your plan going to community college? Did you have a plan?
1: To get a job working in the office,
0: and then did you get a job? Right,
1: selling drugs. Now, what kind of pharmaceuticals? I sell a crack and <laughs> powder cocaine.
0: Out of an office?
1: No, out at school.
0: At a community at, college.
1: At community college, I started at the community college, and then I started going down to South Tacoma Way, which is a strip where all the pimps and whores were. X or they were all turning into crackheads at the time. It was just perfect timing. It was just perfect fucking timing. I was just the first one to get there, and it was just it just all worked worked out. It just, but it was really scary. But at the what same,
0: was the uh, what was kind of the when you when you used to be selling drugs? What was kind of the craziest thing you came across?
1: The craziest thing I came across, yeah, that the sex. It was the sex, man. it was like amazing, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe I just couldn't believe how people act, man, over for this i mean how they treated me, how they react to it, how it was just so how everybody smiled at me, man. It was just so weird now was the you know i mean you you're fucking fine ass strippers, and you're you're living in life, man. You're drinking, people are buying you drinks, and people are just patting you on the back. And they know you sell drugs, and these are upstanding citizens in the communities. I'm talking lawyers, doctors. I'm talking, I met some influential motherfuckers, man. They were buying powder cocaine, and then they would just go from powder cocaine to straight fucking crack. You know what I what, saying? Now,
0: what time period are we talking here? Late talking
1: 80s, 90s. 90s? 90s, man. Yeah. My 20s.
0: So that still sounds like fun. No big, uh, no big negative consequences.
1: No, I got lucky again, man. I tell you, I just one lucky motherfucker. But I learned my lesson, seeing I quit. Now, why'd you quit? It seemed like I just got because it got people start going to jail. People, it got real. It got really fucking real. I'm gonna just be honest, man. It got real. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't fun anymore. You know what I'm saying? Was there an
0: incident in particular that made you say, hey, I got to get out of here. I got to do something else?
1: Yeah, because, well, yeah, because at first it didn't really seem real, man. I mean, it was really happening, but it just seemed like I was dreaming the whole damn time. You know, you're living a fantasy. And then all of a sudden, you know, people, you know, shit start happening, start, you know, it just got really real, man. It just, it, was a, it wasn't a fantasy, it was real life, you know, and I just had to take a break and I had to get away and I had to think, you know what I'm saying, I was like, I gotta make changes, I gotta, I could do this, I could be somebody, you know, and I got an office job, I mean, I got one of the, I got a really good office job, I got the kind of office job you didn't get fired from, you know, it was that kind of fucking job, you didn't get fired from this fucking job, man, but, uh.
0: So you had this good office job. I quit. You, you decided. Well, you decided to straighten your life out. But why? Why'd you quit the office job if you're trying to get things together?
1: <laughs> I found comedy, man. I wanted to be a comedian.
0: Really? Now, what? Uh, what? Where'd the comedy come into play?
1: When the comedy come into play? Yeah. Uh, my sister invited me over for uh, dinner, man. She invited me over for dinner, and uh, her husband put in a. A, a DVD of him doing stand-up comedy and it was it was really really bad. But I, just, <laughs> I knew that was coming, but I just couldn't. It's never believe. it's
0: never really really good when someone does something like that.
2: No, was, well, he why would you put your
1: own DVD in? Like when you have a guest?
0: Ah, uh, you don't know if you just. Started <laughs> but but it comedy. was just
1: because it was Portland, Oregon, man, and nobody does that. I I kept saying, "You're really doing comedy in Portland, Oregon." Where are they doing comedy in Portland, Oregon? I said, you know, because I knew there was Harvey's, but those were professional comics that came from out of town. They you don't do comedy in Portland. You know, and I just kept thinking, you don't do comedy in Portland. I went home. <laughs> I kept, just kept thinking, you don't do comedy in Portland. What's this guy's fucking problem? There's
0: no crying in baseball, and there's no comedy in Portland.
1: You know, that's the fucking rules, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But the guy was doing comedy in Portland. And... To be honest with you, man, every day I walked in that office, it was just so fucking depressing, man. Everybody always talking about what dreams they gave up, what hopes they gave up, what dreams they were planning on living to give their life to an office that they can't dedicate themselves to. I said, fuck this, man. You know, if I got to go six feet under to find true happiness, then fuck it. I just got to do what I got to do to make myself smile more often then frown because it just ain't worth it, man. It just ain't worth it. You know I mean? If you want to do it, then God bless you. I'm not knocking you because you got everything I wish I had. But I got something on every last one of you motherfuckers that you wish you had, and that can't be bought. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Wait, what is (laughs) it? If you don't know, you never get it, brother. You're never going to get it. You know what I'm saying? That's just keeping it real. So
0: now you come yeah, out to LA, start doing comedy. Beat me. What was your first impression when you met me? I'm always interested to hear that. What did you think when you saw me doing comedy? Or what did you see? What did you think when you first saw me?
1: What did I think? I, I can't remember. That was a long time ago, man. It was like seven years ago.
0: Yeah, I do remember. You used to come by with a um, a bag of cleaning supplies, but they were facial cleaning supplies, oh, and yeah. you used to go. Yeah. He used to be like, uh, hey, you want some clear cell? I'm like, and it was just out of this random plastic bag. I'm like, no, I'm good, man. You're like, <laughs> oh, I'll clear up your acne. And he just started insulting my face. <laughs> like, who the hell is this guy? He's a real dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. Yeah. Used to be, I think used to Hey, be. I was trying to help, brother. You know, you had acne. You look like, okay, let's be honest. You wasn't getting as much pussy as you was probably now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And you were a frustrated, barefoot. and you had the bumps in your head. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the product was Neutrogena, yeah, which was. is a fabulous product, you know? <laughs> and I was offering it to him at rock-bottom prices. I mean, I was trying to do this guy a favor, and all he saw was, oh, this guy's a criminal. No, brother, I'm a good guy. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> just, just hey, to-
1: hey, just think about it. This is how we met. And seven years later, I'm sitting in this house. So... What does that tell you? It tells you I'm a good fucking, fucking guy. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. That does. It does. Speaks, it speaks volumes that, well, A, you're always a good salesman. Even though you blew the Neutrogena sale, you sold me on the per, your personality and that you're a good guy. And, uh, but listen, yeah, man, you,
1: either you sink or you swim. And like Puff Daddy said, if you drop me off in the middle of the fucking jungle... I'm going to try to walk out that motherfucker with diamonds and a fur coat on. You know what I'm saying? Because that is the nature of the beast, you know? You have to give it all you got. And sometimes you got to sell Neutrogena out of a fucking bag to make fucking cash. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm living a fucking dream. And when you're living a dream, sometimes you got to do shit that you don't want to do. You know, but you do it. You do it with a smile. and You try to be as personal as possible because you know what? Eventually, you did buy something from me, you know what I'm saying? So what's that say? That tells you persistent pays the fuck off, and I made a few dollars, and maybe I ate that week, and I thank you for that. You know what I'm saying? You do good work. Thank so you.
0: good Neutrogena, Walton. Now, what's um, what have you been up to these days? Like, how, you say sometimes when you're pursuing the dream, you got to do stuff you don't want to do, or like. What's uh I guess kind of what's been your highlights as of late Are you pursuing I know you're getting way more into writing you write a lot of short stories
1: Yeah yeah way into writing man I think I'm getting into a zone
0: Now you just you just um a recent story you shared with me was a uh, it was a, it was a crazy story about an iPad do you remember it <laughs> do you remember that was it I it seemed like some of it was based on a true story I don't know what can you can you take us through the beats? I thought that was a pretty good story.
1: Either I can read the story, or I or there's nothing else to say
0: about it, man. <laughs> well, what's the um, what's the premise?
1: Don't worry about it. Let's, well the premise is about the premise is about a a man who's. Lonely but wants to do the right thing. Who does the right thing every day. He does the right thing. He provides for his family. And sometimes his wife don't appreciate him. And sometimes we make. Sometimes we make just silly mistakes for no for no reason. You know we make these decisions in our lives. And it's. It's not wrong. It's just who we are. Sometimes we stepped out of character or we just are not in our character. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Some of the, some of the worst people in this world were some of the greatest people in this world. And I really believe that with all my heart, man. I believe you could be bad and be good at the same time because it's been proven time and time and time again. And that's what the story's about.
0: Well, that's why I like your, uh, do you, uh, are you posting them online, your short stories? No. Okay. Now, what are you, how are you trying to get them out there?
1: I send them to New York. I send them to agents. I send them to book editors, uh, magazines. I send them to everybody, man. I just, but this last story that I just wrote that I just told you about, it's been getting a lot of, getting a lot of traffic from these guys. I've been getting a lot of standard. Usually I don't get nothing back from these guys, but this one at least has been getting reactions, like, fast. I mean, like, I got a reaction the very next day, man, and I was like, whoa, and I was like, wow, and I was like, maybe something's starting to happen here, and then one guy said, hey, there ain't nothing I could do for you, but maybe I could pass this on for somebody, and he's like, hey, best of luck, and he's like, this is out of character and left it at that you know and so that just tells me man just don't give up man because eventually i i get people on the street to read i ask people all the time i say hey man it'd be nighttime, and i say hey you ever read by streetlight? you know what <laughs> i'm saying and guess what there's adventurous people out there in this world and they take that chance man and their minds are always blown you know what i'm saying because they don't expect it, man. I'm telling you, I'm like the hand up Mona Lisa's fucking skirt, man. You don't see me coming, but I'm coming, man. You know, just give me, just give good old Walt Jordan a chance, and I promise you, I'll captivate you.
0: Now, Walt, this is a segment we did the last time you we were on. What would Walt Jordan do? Because I, I, feel like you got an interesting perspective. You kind of seen the world from a lot of different angles. Let's, uh, we'll we'll tackle a couple topics here. Give me, give me your take on it. What would you do? Right now in politics, it seems like there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of bipartisan going on, the Democrats versus the Republicans. Tough for things to get figured out. What would you do to get the Republicans and Democrats to work together and uh, get this country back on track?
1: What do you call 10,000 Republicans and 10,000 Democrats at the bottom of the ocean? Great start. Progress. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's be honest, man. I don't vote, period. You know why? Because the issues just are too fucking serious. And I'm not going to take time to read those issues. (laughs) You know? Wait, what? I'm not going to take time to read those issues. And I don't think most people do take the time to read those issues. I think people are, are... are just going off of, hey, he's kind of cute, or she's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. and they're not looking at the issues. They're not looking at anything. I think people are just hypocritical, and they, they just jump to judgment, and they quick to go vote for whoever anybody says, this is the guy to vote for. You, nobody's voting from their heart, and nobody's voting from their mind. You know what I'm saying? We're all a bunch of just fucking droids walking around like fucking zombies. It's time to open up and think for your fucking self, man. And these guys are not the ones to do it for you, okay? Let's simplify this shit to where everybody understands it, and then it'll give us something to vote for. You know what I'm saying? These guys have been duping us because they're fucking lawyers, and they're giving us this lawyer talk instead of talking to us like people. You know what I'm saying? I am not a lawyer. <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> that is a very
0: true statement. I am not a lawyer. Well, that's a you know I agree. I agree. You got to simplify things to get people to for it to be a real democracy. People have to understand the things that they're taking a part of. And yeah, it's probably gotten a little too out of yeah. hand, but. That's that's seemingly the state of affairs in this country. What What about technology in general? I feel like technology, it's everywhere in our lives. And I feel like, at least personally, people are getting a little disconnected from the human experience and getting a little too engulfed in technology. Walt, what's your take on technology in the modern world today? Has it gone too far? What's the benefits? What's the cons? Well,
1: it it never goes too far, man. You know, these kids are going to keep experimenting, and can you blame them? I mean, they're coming up with such great things, man, and it's moving so fast, and... You know, you just got to learn to keep up, and I mean, that's what it's always been about, man, since we were in caves, you know, and we came out of those caves, and somebody said, hey, man, I'm going to build me a house so I could be with my girl by myself, you know what I'm saying, and was it wrong? Hell no, he wanted to be by himself, man. You know what I'm saying? Can you blame a guy for wanting to be with his girl and not everybody watching him while he's getting busy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Right. It's called progression, baby. It's that's all it is. So we have to keep rolling with the punches. Is it a little? Is it a little confusing? You betcha, you man. I don't even have a cell phone because it's just complicated, you know. But. I believe in technology. I believe in what's going on. I believe it's the future, and you just got to keep rolling with the punches. Because this shit, we're using the internet right now. Because of the internet, we are are allowed to do this show. And, I mean, maybe one day you get big as a motherfucking green, and I say, hey, Sean, loan me a few dollars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's your dream coming true is uh, me loaning you a couple bucks. All right, let's uh...
2: (laughs) –
0: Let's let's uh, let's take it over to the social stage. I know you're a big uh Pac Man fan, Manny Pacquiao. You love the uh boxer Manny Pacquiao, he's been getting in a little trouble. Recently he was uh he came out against uh homosexuals and gay marriage because he's a is a super religious guy and he was, you know, attributing some Bible quotes to saying that uh basically homosexuality is morally wrong, yada yada yada. He's you he got a lot of flack here in Los Angeles for those statements. What's your take on uh, gay marriage, Walton?
1: Well, I just... One, it's none of my business who you're in your bedroom with. You know what I'm saying? And who you want to spend your life with? You know, that's your decision, man. I believe that you should be happy. And if a person makes you happy, then, then fuck what anybody say. Be happy because it's just, just... Because, you know, that's what it's really all about, man. I really don't give a damn what you do. I don't care if you're you know french kissing your dog at night you know just just be happy man leave leave me out of this one Uh, (laughs) just whatever just find a thing that makes you happy that doesn't hurt anybody and if that if you want to be married so he he those people can have your benefits and who cares they're your benefits if you want to give them to somebody you should be allowed to give them to that person you know what i'm saying or if you wanna give that person your last name or you wanna take that person's last name, that's the person you wanna be with. It's so nothing should stop you from that, man. The state can't stop you from being married. There's nothing in this world that can stop you from being together. You are if you say you're married, then you're married. You know what I'm saying? If you introduce yourself to me as married, guess what I'm gonna consider you? You know, I'm gonna take you as married, man. It's not, that's how you are, man. This is Hollywood. You gotta open your mind, man. You gotta understand this is this is how it is.
2: Yeah.
0: Appreciate that.
2: We're all
1: progressive
0: here on this show. It's a progressive uh, lifestyle out in Los Angeles. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think uh, people's argument against it, or they just they just get freaked out in general. They they grew up a certain way or with a certain value system, or they they, grew they somehow up. feel threatened by it. But yeah, I mean, you got to realize times change, people move on. In general, you're not going to yeah, look you, back and yeah.
1: black people used to be slaves, man. But you know what <laughs> I mean. Fucking shit! You gotta stand up for who you are, man. You know, saying "Don't look me in the eye." I man, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I do what I want to do. You know, I'm into that rebel shit. Just like the song that starts this song. I mean, this show off. You know, like wax. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Rapper wax. I'm into that rebel shit, man, all the way. So, you know, if if whatever you want to do that makes you feel more free in this world, and that's gonna bring a smile to you in this world, I say. Do it because it ain't hurting nobody. You know how is it hurting you that he's married to a man? You go home at night and close your doors. How does it affect you in any kind of way? does it, man. does So it. how can you get upset?
0: I don't know. I'm not. I'm not upset. But
1: uh, speaking, I'm of- not talking about you. I'm talking about Manny right. Pacquiao. Yeah, and I don't think Manny Pacquiao is upset. No. Yeah, I don't think Manny Pacquiao he drinks a protein drink. And, and, and then he goes don't to the think, gym I, and beats somebody I, up. You yeah, know? So I don't life think, is fucking beautiful for him, man.
0: Yeah, I don't think Manny Pacquiao has, is a real a man full of a ton of hate. Yeah, I think, I he's, think just he's just saying that
1: because of the church.
0: Yeah, he's just religious in the Philippines, very religious country, so he's just repeating the teachings of the Bible. He's, a, I think he's just a simple dude. He's probably yeah. not a genius. He's a prize fighter. These guys –
1: Well, I mean, that doesn't mean he's stupid or anything. That's right, just, but – is uh, he, he obviously smart enough to – Generate he, millions of dollars. He came, from, dollars and he came vi- from
0: another country too, where that the idea he, where it's probably like way less open, or yeah, I mean, they're not they're not as progressive when it comes to gay rights or anything like that.
1: Yeah, but their education is better than America's.
0: The Philippines?
1: Yeah, I did not know that.
0: I thought we were we're not ahead of the Philippines.
1: We're not ahead of a lot of countries.
0: Yeah, but we're number one where it counts. And that's <laughs> not-
1: <laughs> In the penis.
0: No, I was going to say the box office. But speaking of black men, Will Smith new movie Men in Black 3D coming out. You going to see it, Walton?
1: Am I going to see it? Uh, I'm hoping. I was hoping that Will was going to invite me to the premiere, but I never (laughs) got. I never got an email, so I'm a little disappointed. Keep
0: checking that. Keep checking that inbox. This is uh, Will Smith. Basically, he's uh, he's he's doing press in Europe for the new movie. And this guy, this reporter, gets uh, like goes to shake his hand and introduce, puts a microphone, then kisses him on the cheek. But he, he keeps kissing him a little too much. And uh, here's the audio of the exchange.
2: Come on, man. What the hell is your
1: problem, buddy? Uh, hey, sorry. He said kiss me in my mouth. He's joking. Look, lucky I ain't sucker punch him. sorry. <laughs>
0: No, that's the thing, uh, Will Smith. I always used to give Will Smith crap because it's the whole thing with Will Smith. Like, yeah, I'm from Philadelphia. I keep it real. And then he comes out to Hollywood. He's this, you know, he's a Scientologist. He just seems kind of
1: Scientologist. Like
0: this, I, I think so. He's been linked to Scientology.
2: That's a rumor. He's denied it, but people suspect. He's said a lot of nice things about Scientology over the years.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's been linked to Scientology. It, most people, a lot of people are secretive about their Scientology. Either way, he didn't really seem to keep it real for Philadelphia, but I feel like that was a very uh, Philly move to just kind of like give a little – but the, he didn't sound like he even popped the guy. He just kind of gave oh, like this little effeminate backhand slap to the guy who was trying to kiss him. It was uh, – I mean, the visual's pretty great as well, but good old uh, Will Smith. The, yeah, Will Smith's a, uh, I – I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you just once you become a movie star, you kind of become affected. It's really, it's really hard to keep it that real when you're a movie star. You just, you just can't because you're surrounded by people who are constantly saying yes and constantly agreeing to you because that's in that's their only best if you
1: interest. want people to say yes and always agree with you. I mean, if you want. Real people around you, then you'll have real people around you. If you're, if you're a low self-esteem, having son of a bitch, guess what you're gonna have? You're gonna have a bunch of yes men around you. But if you if you're confident in who you are and your capabilities, you, you need somebody to argue with you and let you know that you ain't shit.
0: Now, and Walt, that maybe you, that's you're talking about creating jobs. Maybe that's a good job for you. You hang out, and instead of instead of Will Smith being surrounded by yes men the entire time, he hires a guy. He hires a guy like good old Walton Jordan, to come, sure. keeps it real.
1: <laughs> I tell him the guy's honest truth. Hey, I would have told him straight up, man, how did you not see The Matrix and you saw Wild Wild West? How the fuck did you see that? You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> so what other, what other advice would you give to a guy like like Will Smith? You're hanging out with Will Smith. You're in his posse. You're the guy kicking it to him straight. What are some other uh, what other tips you got for Will Smith?
1: Oh, man, there's not too much you can say bad about Will Smith. Will Smith's the man. I mean – wow he's, he I mean all
0: right now let 's say let 's uh, try a different movie star. another guy linked to Scientology, John Travolta. What if you were in john travolta 's posse you 're in john travolta 's crew he 's been accused recently he 's involved in some lawsuits of guys <laughs> who basically their uh, lawsuit alleges that he tried to force them into uh, masturbating john travolta basically he 's getting sued for him For sexual assault by a couple male masseuses. You're in John Travolta's posse. You guys are behind closed doors. What do you say to John Travolta to help fix the situation?
1: I tell John, next time, make sure you go to a place where the happy endings are guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Don't be coming to some guy who's going to be fucking complaining. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Go to you know there's places out there that cater to this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, he just made a simple bonehead mistake. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: <laughs> so it could happen to anyone. It's a simple, yeah. simple. honest so it's, mistake.
1: This is simple. I he was getting the massage, and most times, and uh, when getting massage, I can speak for personal. I go to women, though, not men. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> there's wrong with that because there isn't, but. uh I go to women sometimes. Yeah, I get a happy ending because I, I need a happy. Ending. <laughs> and you
0: know that's where a, to go. That, that's a dream you're chasing. It has a happy ending at the end. Yeah. All right, one more guy, one more scenario. Mark Zuckerberg. He is the CEO. I'm pretty sure CEO of Facebook. They just put out the Facebook stock earlier this week. It was around thirty eight dollars. It's already down thirteen percent, hovering around thirty dollars. His company's been getting criticized a little bit. Obviously, Facebook lost
1: two billion dollars the first day.
0: Lost a little bit. He's hanging in uh, there. What do you say, Walt? You're you're in you're in Zuckerberg's corner. You're you're hanging you got a hooded sweatshirt. You guys could uh you guys could chill with each other. What do you say to what do you say to Zuckerberg?
1: We could definitely yo, Mark, if you ever happen to run across this show, yo, good old Walt Jordan. Yo, you need to hang out with your boy, for real. But, no, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but, 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 Walt,
0: you are, like, one of the ten people I know that doesn't have a Facebook account. I mean, my aunt, who's seven years old, just got a Facebook account. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, I don't have a Facebook account because my mom wants to be friends with me on Facebook. <laughs> and It's just like, you know, it's time to get off. You know what I'm saying?
2: Just,
1: <laughs> you know, if my mom's on there, I can't be on there. And it's just uh, – that's just not how I roll, man. I like being by myself, man, because I make – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really dedicated to what I do. I write stories. I, I, I do comedy. I, I uh, go out and I meet people and I make shit happen, man. You know, you got to stay active. I don't play video games. I don't go to dance clubs to try to pick up on women. <laughs> I, I make, I, I, I work. You know, I'm a worker fucking holic, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I like working. I like being busy. I like dreaming about money. All so maybe that's what day. you and
0: Zuckerberg have in common. But you would know, you? Give and that's many, what Zuckerberg. What would you? What kind of advice would you give him?
1: I tell Zuckerberg to stick in there, stay down like four flat tires, man. Because you know this thing could be big. He could become the first fucking trillionaire. You know what I'm saying? If he plays his cards right. Listen, the main thing I've learned throughout life is to never fucking panic. To take a deep breath. I've seen when. These Jews were worried about the diamonds and <laughs> they thought nobody was gonna ever buy gotta, diamonds. You gotta again.
0: explain that a little bit more. What what Jews were worried about what diamonds. Yeah, they were it, it was
1: back in the eighties. <laughs> <You> sound <laughs> were, like Mel
0: Gibson here. Yeah, it well, was back right. in
1: the eighties. They were worried about they you because know, the blood diamonds and all that stuff and oh, okay. they thought they were gonna stop uh, stop the production of diamonds and and so this one guy, he was like, oh, I would buy your diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Because he never panicked. He knew. He knew people ain't going to stop buying diamonds, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some poor kids right. in Africa,
0: they'll but, feel bad for a little bit. But
1: people panic, and when you panic, there's opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you're banking on. You're banking on people panicking. And Mark should know this by now. Mark should know never to fucking panic, and people are going to try to test him automatically. People can manipulate that market, and he knows this. All Good. right, so
0: don't panic. Great don't advice panic. for Mark Zuckerberg. They even, now this is a crazy thing. These bizarre people got together. I guess the, I, it's one of these things that seems like a joke, but then you watch it and it's definitely serious. I, I'm guessing this was just, she's like, um, she's just this like cheesy, like, you know, woman in her mid 40s who's like trying to get this pop career going. So I think her and her friends got together. I'm just surmising by watching the video, but got together and wrote a song in celebration of Facebook now having a stock offering. (laughs) So uh, take a listen.
2: Uh, the idea. Is that what made it go down 13%?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Just the release of that
1: Facebook song. That's the Facebook song? A gospel song?
2: Yeah, it's just this well, it's
1: not
0: even I mean, it's not, it's just some white chick in her mid forties who got together and thought she'd write a song about Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's not like it's officially licensed by Facebook. Uh. They write they wrote it as an homage to honor Facebook for some reason. I have no idea.
2: It's Walt's mom. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, let's see. I
1: wanted to. Well, if it was shit, she really got paid because Mark pays well.
0: Yeah, well, I guess if you get the stack, you're uh, you're in it to win it.
2: Didn't he also get married this week or something?
1: I don't you know. know. He I, I didn't. Good. I didn't. No, uh, he got married the, very, the the next day after he opened at the market. Right. Wow. Because it protects him later down the line from uh, if she tries to be scandalous and try to take him for half, she can't do it. She can't. She'll have and no rights not- to the company.
0: Oh. Nice. That's that's kind of a – that's got to be an awkward conversation when you're planning the wedding date. He's
1: been with uh, her for nine years.
0: Let's uh, let's do it right after the company opens. Then we'll get married. I didn't even
1: think about that.
0: That is just funny. She's probably just like, you know what? I think uh, the Friday wedding would be better. And he's just like, uh, you know, I'm more of a Tuesday wedding kind of guy. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with the stock opening on Monday? Doesn't. No. What makes you think that if Tuesday's the only day we can get the wedding hall? You're you're going to be worth two billion dollars. Uh, yeah, but come on, you got to save pennies. Seventeen billion. I hate guys like him because he's a he's a billionaire, and then they always hear these stories of like, and he still drives a Volvo wagon. It's like, no, dude, drive a really nice car. All right, what's wrong with? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Your Volvo you're...
1: wagon is a really nice car. Yeah,
0: but you know what I'm talking about. Walt. Well, no, get something, get Volvo something nicer nice. than a Volvo station wagon. Come on,
1: dude. All he needs to do is get to work. He's an ambitious dude. He's not out there driving around. He's fucking working.
0: Yeah, but for a guy who doesn't have a car right now, I want to. I want to see him use that money.
1: Well, you know, it's good that you don't have a car, man. Public transportation is where it's at right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, man it is. Too. It's happening, man. Hell yeah, you can meet a woman on the bus.
0: Hey, I just uh, I tweeted this out, but it, it was a funny thing because I was sitting there on the bus and I was thinking to that movie Speed, and the most unrealistic part about that movie Speed is what is that is that is Sandra Bullock? I mean, when have you ever gotten on a bus and there's a super hot white chick on an LA bus while <laughs> oh, having man, a lot,
1: a lot. Catch the number two. All right, going to uh, to West, going to West Hollywood, man. Oh man, I swear to God, you'll see so many hot women, and you'll be surprised too because you're gonna see some hot women carrying bags, man. I mean, like is white women. Oh yeah, homeless just pay, dude. Just come <laughs> come with me one day, man. I will show you L.A. <laughs> like you've never seen. Now, that's I another. You that's too. another. Goggles, man.
0: Walt, that's a legit business. You should set up on a, you know, now I know you're not a Facebook guy, but set up a webpage, maybe on Twitter, whatever. Walt Jordan's keeping it real in LA tour, and you just take people like, hey, you want to see LA from a different angle. I'm going to take you around, show you what's really going on here in the city.
1: And at the end, you get your own porno. And I will write a story about you. Yeah, you get a, You get your own short story. Personal, at the end. Short, personal short story. Uh, a tour of the city. Yeah. Email me at uh, JordanWalton <laughs> at yahoo.com. And just throw it, Walt's personal and LA tour. Just, yeah, and you know, make me an offer, but it has to be reason. Don't come with no. Oh, I got five bucks, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you, and then I'll slap you and take your five dollars. You know, what
0: I understand? feel like I feel like there's some part of uh, people online who would be interested in that. <laughs> just getting slapped around by a big, uh, big black guy named Walton and have your money taken. I think some people would be into that. Yeah. All right, so Walt, what do you remember what
1: it said about you and your yearbook? In my yearbook?:
0: Yeah, a high school yearbook.
1: What did it say about Walton Jordan? Oh I, I couldn't afford one, but I got one. What did it say about me? Yeah. It's a real
0: motherfucking- <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I bring it up because this was uh, this is recent uh, recent in the news, there was a little scuttlebutt about um, how some of the students were labeled in this uh, yearbook.:
2: Yearbooks are meant to capture memories. But on Friday, while Mesquite High was distributing this year's annual, teachers noticed two major errors. In a section recognizing the school's special needs students, some of them were labeled as mentally retarded. And the school didn't have parental permission to publish their photos. Now school administrators are apologizing. And was not meant to... um to disparage anyone in any way. It was just an error that was over, overlooked and, and got printed, unfortunately. Seniors at the school like Alexandra and Iman say what happened was an honest mistake.
0: To make the kids feel like us, mm-hmm.
2: like, you know, everybody wants to feel the same, like not left out and stuff. So I think right. it was nice to make the page. <laughs> I just feel like everybody makes mistakes and it can, it's fixable. Soon after the incident, the school collected all the yearbooks that had the error and sent them back to the publishers for reprinting.
0: Oh, that's. I mean, (laughs) it is. It is just. It's just such a bizarre thing that. How do you? How does anyone, in the yearbook staff or the teachers running it, not have the idea that? Oh, maybe we shouldn't print that they're retarded. I mean, I get it.
1: They I, printed that they, the kids were retarded.
0: Yeah, in the yearbook they listed them they, mentally
1: retarded. I, I hope the parents sue that school and the district and the state and whoever else they can sue because you know what? That's just uncalled for, and that's just you know that's just bigotry at its best. You know what I'm saying? That's just plain and simple. That this it's guy. Awesome. I mean, awful. Try. Yeah. It has, it has, this guy has something against uh mentally challenged kids for whatever reason and wants to humiliate these kids is not well cool. yeah
0: i don't know I, I mean i don't know it doesn't sound like it was as malicious as that it's Maybe
1: very maybe. malicious very very malicious when you do something like there, there's no why would you listen there's know, no it need is. to say oh hey, little jimmy here's mentally retarded <laughs> this is a, you just take his fucking picture you put his fucking name in there just like everybody well, else did that,
0: do you think they did that move you know in like t-ball where you hold up a sign like uh hey this is for the pizza pirates cl- uh, two 1995 t-ball champs and they make one kid hold the plaque like do you think it got the, the, where they have it like uh yeah can you hold up the sign that says uh, you and everyone else here is mentally retarded like how far did they go? And yes, I mean I can understand maybe the kids in high school, one of them re, re, not realizing that well, you, you that don't describe kid, that someone kid's like that. Parents
1: should be sued because you know if that kids. Not no, I mean retarded, the person, uh, the teacher in charge of the yearbook,
0: whoever supervises the yearbook should be in should be in trouble
1: because should fire. Should
0: fire. Yeah, you're clearly not looking over the editing process of. When, he, when you label a group of kids as mentally retarded, that's pr- I'm I, you know I'm not a great editor, but I'm guessing that's not something you do. And I'm not I'm not one of these guys who's like super politically correct. I, I think there's nothing wrong with using the word mentally retarded, but when you're doing a, a public high school yearbook, all right, you just got to have more common
1: sense than that. Well, these those kids that got labeled that, I hope much success and happiness in their lives, man, because that's all they need.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, God bless them, man. But it's just... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, kind of funny, I guess. Um, all right, we'll end on a little high note here. This is a... This is a, another a great moment in Philadelphia history. This is a uh, Philly news channel. goes undercover and... Basically, they were doing a little undercover story about people parking in handicapped spaces. you know the you know the deal basically they set up a camera. some guy parks in the handicapped space. he was in handicap. come out, you're busted and uh this guy is reacting to the reporter when he says, "Hey, I got gotcha. you
1: American
2: Airlines told him
0: wrong oh, thing." This man was angry with us, even though he's the one who illegally parked in
1: a
2: handicapped parking spot. Hey, I hope you get AIDS. <laughs> There's no special plate on this man's car or disability placard hanging from his mirror, one of which is required to park in a spot like this reserved for people who have disabilities.
0: Oh, so I, <laughs> That's awesome. I love this, I love this matter-of-factness. <laughs> I hope you get
2: AIDS. <laughs> Such a short clip.
0: Yeah, but it's short. It's to the point. And here's the thing. Obviously, it's not a good idea to park in handicapped spaces. I get it. But come on. Can we really do – are we – you're 45 years old and you call yourself a journalist. Yeah. Like, come on. If you're going to do these set-ups things, why not – Take it, you know, okay, I get it. Why not just focus on child safety, gouging the elderly, something like that? Yes, he's parking in the handicapped spot so he can run in and buy a scratch off ticket and a cup of coffee and a Dunkin' Donuts. Even my whole thing is like if the handicapped person does roll up. Worst case scenario, he parks behind them for two seconds, and then the the you know what I mean, like yeah. or just double park the guy in in the handicap spot. I get it, I get why we have them, but we go a little too we get a little too crazy with ourselves. They're not <laughs> they're not heroes. They're they're disabled, and yeah, they deserve the preferential treatment. No, but let's they just, they let's not act like everyone's superhuman. And I just don't like the tattletale society. And sometimes you go out of control You go to the Home Depot out in Burbank The Home Depot in Burbank Forty eight different handicapped parking spots. Like and I know there's gotta be one or two handicapped guys coming in going like, Oh, I need a box of nuts or screws. But there's not there's not like a fleet of forty eight <laughs> handicapped vans rolling up like, Oh, I'm gonna get some sheetrock, I'm gonna get some PVC
2: pipes. <laughs> I'm building a deck.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's be realistic. If I'm you I'm building can, a
2: ramp for myself.
0: If you need yeah, if you need the <laughs> handicapped parking, you're probably not a real do it yourselfer. Okay. Good place to go out. Logan, you want to (laughs) uh, to wrap things up here with a haiku?
2: Let's do it. All right. All audience. Hand up on Lisa's skirt.
0: All right, good times. Walton Jordan, thank you very much for coming on the program. Um, well, plug whatever you got to plug. Tell people where they can see you, where they can contact you, get a hold of you, get a hold of your stories. Throw, throw something out here yeah, for Yeah, man, if
1: you're interested in buying anything from good old Walt Jordan, <laughs> like short stories. Cleaning I wrote a book. products. What?
0: Is it cleaning products? don't have any of stuff right now.
1: <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm fresh out. You know... Uh, I'm just kidding, Walt. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. But hey, I need the money, man. <laughs> Fuck. If it wasn't for a friend... Shit, man. But anyways, Jordan Walton at <laughs> com. That
0: was the best plug I've ever heard. <laughs> Jordan Walton at com. Just hit up uh, Walt with an email. Tell him you heard oh, him shit. on the podcast. Tell him you want to hear some of his writings. Whatever. All right. And a couple stand-up shows. I will be at the Hollywood Improv Lab... Friday night, tonight at midnight, and I'll be at the Downtown Comedy Club tonight, Friday and Saturday, 9 o'clock, opening up for John Huck. Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Green Room. We do it live here every week on SeanTGreen.com.
2: listening to The Green Room. Log on to SeanTGreen.com to access archive episodes and follow the show on Twitter at Green Room Show. Also check out thecomedygarage.org. What you seen her walk by.